Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. This morning I'm to speak about bring down the walls. Somebody shout, bring down the walls. Come on, somebody say, I'm bringing down the walls. Somebody say, I'm bringing down the walls. Now, when you study the, the message on the, on, the, on the Jubilee, you are not likely to see walls. You are not likely to see walls. But almost everybody in this life lives within some walls. So if um, you were in captivity, maybe you were owing, and then they took your family, your children, or yourself into slavery, and you were serving somebody under some hazardous and exploitative labor, there is a way they build a wall around you. Maybe the wall is a mental wall. Maybe it's a geographical wall. It's a cultural wall. Everybody lives in a kind of a wall, within a certain kind of wall. Even your culture is a wall. Your denomination is a wall. Your, your way of thinking is a wall. You know, the Bible said that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. And said the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imagination and every high thing. The high thing is a war. So every one of us lives in a kind of a war. When you are owing and they take you or your relatives and they put you in somebody's house for 49 years, it means that for 49 years, you are within some walls. Now, if the jubilee is sounded, the jubilee trumpet is sounded, and you have to go back home, it means you must get out of those walls where you were in exile or captivity. You must get out of the walls in order to go back to your own family and go back to your own possession. Now, sadly, after overcoming that wall, when you get to your family, there will be walls. Walls of resistance. Some don't want you to come. Others are like, what are you doing here? You may go there and your possession, somebody has occupied it and built walls around it. So you have to overcome the walls where you are in captivity and you must go back to your own place and also deal with the walls. Now, so I tried to look at um, walls and how to overcome the walls and how to deal with the walls. And I came across the situation in, in, in Jericho, in Jericho, where the children of God went and they, and they believed God and the walls of Jericho came down. And I want to announce to somebody right now that wherever you are in captivity, the walls are coming down. And when you have to enter any possession, and there are walls of resistance to stop you from entering. I pray that all those walls will come down. Because until the walls come down, what you have, what you are supposed to have, will not be released to you. What you are supposed to have will not be released to you. So today I want to be dealing with walls and how you are going to bring all these walls down in your life. And in the name of Jesus, God will help you. I want you to turn your Bible with me to Joshua chapter 6 and the verse number 1. Now, 
Jericho was strictly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Amplified version of the Bible. Now Jericho, a fortified city with high walls, was tightly closed because of the people's fear of the sons of Israel. No one went out and no one came in. Message translation of the Bible. Message says, Jericho was shut up tight as a drum because of the people of Israel. No one going in and no one coming in. And this story about the war of Jericho, the secular archaeologists and the people who try to find out some of these things and they go to the historical sites and they do a lot of works of excavation and they do scientific and laboratory work and those of them that are secular try to dismiss the story of the wall of jericho they say it doesn't exist but the biblical or the bible um archaeologists and um, historians and those ones they agree that the wall was in existence but even among them the stories about the walls of jericho are so variant but i will take one of them which um intimates that this wall was built for the purpose of preventing floods that when floods are coming you shouldn't enter their city and sweep it away because at the time they were building that wall they didn't know an army will come after them so in their case they were thinking about only um floods and um the dimensions of the wall about 6.6 .6 feet thick and it was 17 feet high now you can imagine 17 feet is twice my height and over come again almost three almost three mommy is a better mathematician so almost three times my height then my height thick and then it had a tower inside that place there was a tower which was 26 feet high so within that city 26 feet high tower that means they could see anywhere if a flood is coming they can see around it and everything and that's why children of israel were coming they could see them and when they saw them coming fear entered them they had to hide now surrounding the city wall was a ditch so the wall is there and there's a ditch so they've dug a hole i told you the thing is to prevent flood so the water has to come and collect in a gutter you know the way you normally dig a gutter so that it will contain the water and the water will not run into the city so there is this ditch which was about 27 feet wide so 27 feet wide okay they produce something for me that's interesting that's nice so 27 feet wide is the gutter around it you can see something like that 
27 feet wide was the ditch okay so you can see that ditch they've just put there about 27 feet wide then but it was also nine feet deep so this gutter is nine feet deep and the serious thing about it is that they they excavated it or they dug it they cut through solid bedrock in order to create it so this ditch is actually created in a solid bedrock now and the circumference of the ditch was about 2,000 feet that means the children of God the children of Israel have to march 2,000 feet around it now that makes it a small city in, compa in comparison of today's kind of cities but in those days it was big now I'm taking my time to explain this to you because these are the walls that are surrounding you your small small prayers can bring them down this your careless approach to spirituality cannot bring them down because you see look at look the wall that is surrounding you people cut rock in order to form the wall around you the wall is that thick the wall is that tall the wall is that big the wall is that fortified they call it fortified walls I look at many Christians and I say, no, no, no. Their attitude, no, they, you cannot break it. Hmm? You see the kind of teachings we are teaching in this room? If there are people who need, really need walls to come down, by 6 a.m., this room will be full of people. No, this room will be full. They will be serious. Though. But people don't know the kind of what. No, they, they don't. You have no idea what has surrounded you. It has been there for years, thousands of years. That is what you are dealing with. When the Bible says we wrestle against principalities, the principalities are the word Akas. And Akas means these are ancient archaic spirits. And when Jesus was on earth, that was his frustration because he was dealing with sick people who didn't know they were sick. Cursed people who didn't know they were cursed. Lost people who didn't know they were lost. People that were destroyed and didn't know they were destroyed. And then some too were destroyed, but they, they knew they were destroyed, but they didn't care. So these are the walls that the children of God had to deal with. The Bible said Jericho was strictly shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Nobody's going and nobody's coming out. Lockdown. And the lockdown is called by, caused by a virus called coronavirus. And these people, their case is better because the wall was not killing people. Our wall is a killer. It's a virus. It enters your lungs and it seizes your whole system. Boy. And the Lord said unto Joshua, See, I have given into thy hand Jericho and the king thereof and the mighty men of valor. See, I have given you this city. I have given into your hand Jericho. 
I announce to you today, God did not give you a house. He gave you a city. God did not give you a piece of blood. He gave you a city. Come on, continue clapping because that is yours. He said, see, I have given you the city. I've given you the city. The fortified city. The city where nobody's coming in and nobody's going out. With trenches around. Walls are thick. Walls are high. But I've given them to you. I don't know about you. But any treasure, anywhere, any human being, anywhere that you need, which God has told you to possess, I see you possessing your possession in the name of Jesus. It does not matter the wall that surrounds the thing. God said, I have given you the city. It doesn't matter how thick. It doesn't matter how wide. It doesn't matter how big. It doesn't matter how long. They can build trenches around it if they want. They can have a tower over it and see anything. It does not matter. God said, the city is mine and I'm coming for the city in the name of Jesus. God said, I have given you the city. And not just the city, I have given you the people in the city. They belong to you. See, see, see. Because until you see, you cannot fight the war. Until you see, you cannot take the city. Until you see, the thing is not yours. Until you see, in the name of Jesus. I feel like saying this morning that the inhabitants of the Upper East region of Ghana see the Lord has given you the gold on the land. The things we say are the things that fall what we see later. Until you say you don't see. If we don't say strangers will take all the gold on this land and leave us alone. I poured oil on the hands of a lady here and I said, God has put gold in your hand. Yesterday she came to me after the meeting. She said, Daddy, what a miracle. I had just gone to receive a phone call and the phone call was about gold. He said, I have given you the city. I have given you the city. Listen, God has given you the city. We are thinking he gave us the church. It's true, we are here to worship. But what God gave us is not just the church, it's the city. I have given you the city. Today I feel like teaching something, and I'm and I'm just taking my time. Think at the highest level. The highest level. I've given you the city. Go near Balungu. Go and buy land and start building house. Go and buy land. Start building. No, it's the city that is given to you. Build houses. Possess houses. Get lands. Am I talking to somebody at all? Uh, one day a man said he has 36 houses. 
I said, hey, one person. Look, people are blessed, though. You have no idea. I remember one day somebody in our church here in Borga told me, Daddy, I'm going to Accra. I said, what are you going to do? The person says, Daddy, I'm going to Accra. I said, what are you going to do? He said, the person said, I'm going to buy two houses. The person lives in Borga. He's going to Accra to go buy two houses. That is how prosperous people are. Even in this city. No, you see, something tells you there's poverty in this city. And it's a lie. It's a big lie. This city is not poor. No. Wealthy people were here. There used to be a man in this town, Bogatanga, called Alaji Anamotanga. The guy was loaded. He had this car with a custom made horn. And he comes. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, no, 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 no. I can't forget the horn because that is the man's horn. I was a child, 12 years, 13, 14. That was the man. Boom, 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 boom. Then he goes, boom, 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 boom. And everybody knows Elijah and Amotanga is coming. Then you and I remember people like as for Elijah Danladi, you know. Then there was this wealthy man, Booker Field. Huh? Then you deal with um, people like um, Elijah Busco. Then you deal with people like Lafo. There was one called Lafo. Lafo means money. No, people have worked in this town. The, then, of course, Mr. Oka Block was there. My adopted father, Oka Block. Mr. Duyajimai. The strange thing is this. Most of them were Muslim. Most of them were Muslim. Because the Christians were busy praying. And the unbelievers were busy getting the money. But I'm praying, as for you, you will pray and get the money at the same time. I declare upon your life in the name of Jesus massive prosperity such as you have never known before in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout an amen and praise God. Oh, glory. You are going to take it. These are the children of Israel. They have been released from bondage in the land of Egypt. God has sounded the jubilee and says, go to the promised land and take it. They have now come and on their way, they come across this Jericho and there's gold in Jericho. There's a blessing in Jericho. There's silver in Jericho. There are people in Jericho. And God said, go and take Jericho. But there is a wall around Jericho. And when you come to the upper east region where I live, there's a wall. Oh, they used to believe that there's a kind of house if you build you will die and and and, and, and some some kind of thing you, you, one of the rich men in Boga, he was not even wearing shoes he wasn't wearing shoes because he, he believed that if he wears shoes he's going to die these are wars i release you to enjoy your prosperity and no witch and no wizard can touch you Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. You are going to enter your prosperity. But here are wars. And sometimes, for those of us that are Christians, it's unbelievers who have set up the walls for us. They themselves are in the city, but they want us to remain in the bush. 
Oh yeah. Do you think a Christian should be having that kind of land, that kind of house? Should a Christian really be driving that kind of car? When is a pastor is even worse? Should a pastor be wearing that kind of dress? Should Christians be wearing those kind of dresses? And then you are a Christian lady and you've gone to buy your dark glasses Gucci. And when you mark your Gucci dark, you say, oh, she says she's a Christian and she's wearing dark Gucci. Oh, she should wear, she should carry dark xylophone. What is that? So the unbelievers want to enjoy. They want to be in the city. They want to possess the city. And they want us to eat the crumbs. But today, the thing is changing. Any walls, any walls, you know, people, they build the walls. And sometimes the strange thing is that these religious walls are even in your own mind. They are in your own mind. Did we even want you to drive a good car? Somebody was telling us about a car he was driving. And he said the car. He went near another car. Like by mistake. Close to the car. The brakes applied by themselves. Bam. That means you can't even make mistake and hit another car. He said he went near goat. The car itself stopped. And he said he was driving the car, driving the car. And the car told him it is time to stop and have coffee. go for a coffee break it's time for you to have a coffee break he said the car told him and if you don't stop to go for a coffee break when you are speeding the car won't go he will tell you you are on your own because the car can realize maybe you are losing some amount of concentration so the car can steady even you this is a human being you are driving some of you twist. you are in another car Wherever you go doesn't concern you. Even if there's no water, it will be moving until something is crying inside the car. <laughs> Today, there is a rearrangement. Every good thing belongs to you. Not your enemies. So, he says, see, what I'm doing now is to help you to see so you see, we are sitting on gold and we are carrying guinea fowls to the market to sell. So you see, all these people in Bogatanga, you see them on market day, he's holding one miserable fowl which is having diarrhea. And then, you know, you see, he's carrying some, some miserable goat. One eye is gone and you see the person going to sell them and then they have a little, they have some few granules um, on, the, on the mat. They are sitting on gold. And they are carrying chicken with one eye. So what they are doing is that they are walking on the gold. They may never see it. They may never enjoy it. But they will suffer. And their children will suffer. Spiritual things. God has a lot of spiritual things for us. But walls. Even healing deliverance, victory, breaking of curses. 
There's a wall around us. And the walls are just in our minds. Oh, yeah. Especially those of us from this part of the country. Oh, you know, I'm just some simple pepe person. Nothing good. Can. Who told you you are pepe? And by the way, what is meaning? What, what's pepe? What is the meaning? The other day we saw some people here who come from here. And their name is Akamonga. And I asked, what is the meaning of the Akamonga? They don't even know. Walls. Walls. And when you try to pull the walls down, they will ask you strange questions. Sometimes, they even call you too known. Too known. Can, can they keep quiet? We cannot. Jesus Christ said we are free. We are free from sin. We are free from sickness. We are free from poverty. We are free from bondage. We are free from confusion. Everyone shall return to their own possession. And I see you return to your Upper East region. Repent. Return to your Ashanti region. Return to your Greater Accra. Return to your London. Return to your America. And wherever you are, anything that is yours, may you possess it in the name of Jesus. Come on, shout a yes and praise God. So, Walls, walls. I'm just looking at these walls. See, our main problem is a scene. You see, the walls of Jericho did not fall because some people march around it. I like the way Pastor David said. He said. Is daddy trying to blaspheme? The Bible said they march around it and the wall collapsed. Why are you starting a journey from the middle? Marching around it was around the end or the middle. The beginning was C. What made them march around the wall? They marched around the wall because they could see what was in the city. They saw the gold, they saw the silver, they saw the money, they saw the people, they saw the tower, they saw the agricultural power of Jericho. Listen, until you see the wealth that is in something, you will never fight for it, you will never march for it. Listen, if you see the upper is region as rubbish, you will never be wild the way I am. But if you can see the riches on this land, and you can see that the people of this land, if they are born again, the people of upper is region can take the gospel of Jesus and send it to Burkina and send it to Mali and send it to Niger and send it to Libya and send it to Tunisia and send it to Morocco and send it to Egypt. If you know the potential of the Upper East region that in the whole of Ghana we are the only region that fall in the 1040 window. We are the people who are the least evangelized and when you see the least evangelized people when they catch fire nobody can stop them. Ladies and gentlemen, I know the evangelist potential of our region. I know that when the revival breaks loose in the Upper East region, nothing can stop us. And I see a fire. I see a revival coming up from this land. I see pastors coming up from this land. I see pastors from this land and they are in Mali and they are in Niger and they are in Togo and they are everywhere carrying the revival of God Almighty. I know what we can do. I know that if there is a group of people who used to worship idols before, when God brings them into 
into the kingdom and they are full of the Holy Ghost no devil can stop them and because of what I know and because of what I see here I'm preaching and I'm crying out day and night because I know what God wants to do on the land see 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 I have given into your hand Jericho and the king and the mighty man of men of Allah he says see you have conquered them already Joshua knew he will conquer them he knew there was no way to beat him he knew these walls are high he knew the walls were high he knew it he knew there was a ditch he knew there was a tower and they could see him but when God said see I have given them into your hand it means you will conquer them ladies and gentlemen I see you with the gold I see you with the houses somebody said but the witches and the wizards you have defeated them already they are like bread in your hands come on clap your hands and scream like your voice is yours and praise God come on shout I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodannaba.com. God bless you richly.